Welcome to the Time Out with Josh podcast, folks. I thank you guys for being here. You guys are awesome and amazing. We got a little bit of fun with this podcast. So I am currently live on TikTok, on Time Out with Josh on TikTok. And what we're doing is we are going to allow the viewers on TikTok to actually ask us questions. So I'm going to be answering questions while we're doing this. I got some other stuff we can talk about. But I'm going to be answering some questions and uh, talking about what they um, what they are asking. So the first question I had up here, um, before we actually get into that, what we're going to do, um, again, sponsorships are open. If you guys want to sponsor the show, help us keep on the air. That would be amazing. Um, it's always incredible to be able to support, uh, support small businesses and whatnot like that. So um, I appreciate you guys uh, throwing those at me. If you go to my Instagram and you go to Time Out with Josh on Instagram and uh, send me a message there if you want to be a sponsor or if you know somebody that uh, you want to have on the show as a guest on the show, definitely send them over there, have a message me, and we will get them on. So let's dive head first in these questions. Uh, first question I have, what uh, what five qualities made you fall for Alyssa? Um, hmm. I have to narrow it down to five. That's rough. I got to narrow this down to five. Holy smokes. Um, definitely just her as a person. She's genuine and true to herself as a person. So that's uh, that's one of the biggest ones um, for sure. The other thing is is her goofiness, um, her oddness, her weirdness. Um, it's just, it it's adorable as all get out. And let's be for real. Let's talk about this for a second. That woman is drop dead gorgeous. So that is, and that's inside and out. So We'll, uh, we'll make it, that one is a big one. Um, the inside and out um, side of it is definitely huge for me. Um, just a beautiful person inside and out. She's um, not afraid to speak her mind and do it in a, in a loving, caring way, but she has her opinions, she has her beliefs, and she stands on those. Um, and I love that about her. Um, it's absolutely incredible. And uh, the other thing is um, that she's incredibly loving. It's uh, something that I have never um, never been really, really accustomed to is, um, a person that really speaks, uh, to my love languages. And that is definitely a huge one for me. Um, that is absolutely huge. Um, so those are the big ones for that one. It's a very good question. Thanks for asking that question. Um, the next question I have on here is from Mr. Dante himself. Um, the man, the myth, the legend, Dante, uh, asks, what is your favorite eighties, nineties movie? Dante, are you kidding me, man? Do you want eighties, night one eighties, nineties movie? One. Um, that's, that's difficult. I love eighties and nineties movies. There's something about those eighties and nineties movies that were absolutely incredible. I will have to say I am massively, massively, massively partial to Top Gun. That was one of my favorite movies of all time. I am all about Top Gun. 5x5 five five is saying Top Gun as well. Um, if you guys, uh, 
you know, if you guys have to narrow it down to one movie, that's in that's insanely hard. Uh, Goonies for Ghost Hunter. Um, he's on my screen saying Goonies. I agree with Goonies as well. Um, you got to throw Scarface in there. You got to throw a bunch of, you know, the classic movies, the great movies, Pulp Fiction. Um, God, I mean, can you really narrow it down? Like, there's so many movies. The Crow, Dante says The Crow. I love The Crow. I get so much hell for loving The Crow, but The Crow is amazing. I love The Crow. Sandlot. Yeah, there's another one. God, keep throwing out movies, guys. This is amazing. Um, and and then, okay, so 5x5 five five says, how do you feel about them making a part two? All right, favorite movie probably of all time is is definitely Top Gun. It's one of those movies I could literally watch over and over and over and over and over again and never get tired of. So how do I feel about them making a part two? I'm not the biggest fan of movies making part twos. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it's just, it, it's rough. Um, but this one I'm looking forward to. The fact that it looks in the previews, it looks amazing. It looks incredible. It looks, ugh, it looks so good. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't go and see movies very often. I really don't. And it's like, dude, why would I go and pay exorbitant amounts of money to see something I can see at home? That one is one that I am, I have been waiting for what now a year and a half, almost two years now for it to come out. Give me Top Gun 2. I'm going to watch them both. I don't care if somebody hates it. I am going to watch Top Gun 2. It's just that good. It's just one of those things. Um, I'm, I'm, Definitely about it. So, um, Die Hard is the best Christmas movie. Okay, so there's an argument. There's an argument, folks. Dante throws down Die Hard is the best Christmas movie. I have heard arguments from both sides that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I think even Bruce Willis himself said Die Hard was not a Christmas movie. I will argue that. Die Hard is definitely a movie you watch at Christmas. Is it a Christmas movie? Huh. But it is definitely a movie that you watch at Christmas. Audrey Bama says it, Home Alone. 100% Home Alone Christmas movie. It's on the list. It has to be watched. It's got to be there. Um, Why would people be at an after party if not for Christmas time? You know what? Point taken. Point taken. 100% point taken. Um, So I'll go with it. Um, You know, it's definitely there. So... While we continue to record the podcast, guys, keep posting those questions. This is fun. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a fun podcast thing here. Um, All right. So is there any sequel you have liked more than the original? 5 by 5 asks, is there any sequel you've liked more than the original? Um, Wow, that's a hard, hard, difficult question. Uh, I don't know that there's been a sequel that I liked more. Um, there's definitely been movies where they've made a series of them, not necessarily a sequel, but where it was multiple of the same, you know, character and the movies were continued on, um, you know, where, where they were, uh, you know, they were continuing the movie with the same character, but a different storyline. I will say ultimately my favorite sequel ish movies are the Griswolds. The Griswolds movies are my favorite sequels, period. Those are sequels, 100%. They are kind of in line with each other. They go the continuous storyline. The Griswolds is definitely 
up there on my list of favorites. Um, you know, that kind of goes along with like the Mel Brooks line of movies. Um, you know, those are definitely not sequels, but his whole genre of movies. I love his movies, you know, Blazing Saddles, Airplane, uh, Young Frankenstein. You know, you can go down the list and those are uh, those are a phenomenal movie. So Dante says Terminator 2, better than Terminator. You know what, Dante? I, th- I You know what? I'm going to have to agree with you there, bro. I'm going to have to agree with you there. Terminator 2 was definitely better than the first Terminator. I think they kind of smoothed some edges out. They they got it down and did it right. So definitely. Jack Frost, the original Jack Frost. Yep, I agree. Uh, Frosty the Snowman is one of my favorite Christmas cartoons, but I definitely identify more as a misfit toy. Says 5x5. Five five. You know what? I think a lot of us, a lot of us, 5x5, five five identify as misfit toy. So I agree with you there. I agree with you there. For all of you guys coming into the TikTok live right now, um, I am answering questions for you guys on my podcast while I'm recording the podcast. For those of you folks that are listening, we're going to have these little breaks in here so I can address the people in the live um, and talk to them. So that is definitely um, definitely on the list. Um, all right. So uh, let's see. What questions might I have missed here? I think we're caught up on the questions there. <clears throat> What's happening, my friend? That is a legit question. Michelle? I'm recording a podcast. That's what's happening. Um, honey, I shrunk the kids. Okay. Sequel, not good. Original, great. Sequel, eh. I, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one, uh, Audrey Bama. I'm, I, I got to disagree. Sequel is not as good as the original. No question. A sequel that came g- really close to the original. A sequel that came really close to the original on that one. Um was Shrek 2 and Shrek 1. Both of them very funny. Both of them hilarious. I don't know why they build those as movies for kids because they definitely were not movies for kids. No question about it. Not a movie for kids. Definitely an adult movie. Um, My kids watch it and I would say a good solid 80% of the jokes just go right over the top of their head. They just right over the top of their head. So definitely not, um, definitely not on that list up there. So, um, keep the questions rolling in guys. And we're going to keep answering those questions. Now we're going to go eighties, nineties, um, rock band. That's my question back to the folks that are in the TikTok live right now. What is your favorite eighties or nineties rock band? That's the thing. Do you know the Muffin Man? See, that's what I'm talking about right there. Five by five. Do you know the Muffin Man? Like nobody knows that joke. Like us older folks, we know the joke. Do you know the Muffin Man? We know the, we know the nursery rhyme, the, the, you know, the one that we ran around and said all the time, but then they say in the movie and it's like, oof, nope. All right. So favorite 80s, 90s vans. We've got Aerosmith, Def Leppard. What is that? Queensryche. Uh, Poison, Guns N' Roses, Five Finger Death Punches, they're they're borderline 90s, borderline, definitely not 80s, 90s, 80s, 90s rock band, so we got some good ones on there, I'm a Def Leppard fan, I love Def Leppard, Guns N' Roses is good stuff, Um, Aerosmith, okay, let's talk about Aerosmith for a second, you guys are about to crucify me, and I know people are going to uh, definitely do it. Um, five figure death punches, 2000s, not 90s. Yes, exactly. Um, 100%. Aerosmith is great until Steven Tyler started losing his voice and just started screaming. You can't understand anything he's saying. 
makes music kind of um going and seeing them in concert yes <coughs> singing along to their songs 100 percent, but definitely definitely slid once he uh once he started screaming that's where i kind of lost it um yeah dante say ozzy got better over time that is that is actually true you could actually understand him um he did have throat surgery yes he did but then it was hard to hear him so that's not his fault i just not a big fan of it um Tesla poisoned Def Leppard in concert was awesome. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Tesla was amazing. Um, they were amazing. ACDC. There you go. Man, we're throwing out some good bands here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Audrey Bama says Fleetwood Mac. I have a soft spot in my heart for Fleetwood Mac. I love Fleetwood Mac. Rod Zombie. Rob Zombie. It was amazing live. I agree with you, Dante, 100%. Um, but... I mean, Audrey Bama, let's, we, we got to do this really quick. Um, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, 100%. I agree with you. Amazing. Um, but five by five, I, I know I broke your heart. I know I did. Those hardcore Aerosmith fans, like I said, I know I'm going to get crucified. I know you're going to broke, I know you're going to break my heart, you know, situation. You know, that's, that's one of those things you're going to say it as soon as I say it. You're be like, oh my God, Josh, you broke my heart. Um, but if you want to hear, you know, there's certain songs. Let's let's pause this for a second. There's certain songs that you do not touch, right? There's certain ones you don't touch. Disturbed, who Sound of Silence. It was dangerous that they touched it, but they did amazing. I think they, I think they turned Sound of Silence into something extra. They made it amazing. Um, there's a song that you don't touch by Aerosmith, and a band did. Blacktop Mojo covered Dream On. And if you have not heard that cover, go pause the podcast, listen to it now. Blackhawk, uh, Blacktop Mojo's cover of Dream On, phenomenal, phenomenal, um, absolutely phenomenal. Stevie Nicks was an Arizonian. Yes, Alice Cooper, Stevie Nicks, heck yeah, I love Stevie Nicks. Um, Alyssa identifies as Stevie Nicks, love that woman, love her. There has been one season of... Um, what is that that TV show where they uh, was it American Horror Story? That's what I was looking for. American Horror Story, where Stevie Nicks was in it, and she was in the one that was in Louisiana. I can't remember what the name of that that season was, but um, it was the witches in Louisiana, and she was in it. And holy smoke, man, holy smokes! The whole reason I watched it was because of her. Alyssa was like, "You gotta watch this. You gotta watch this. You gotta watch this." I was like, eh, "Hadn't really gotten to American Horror Story yet." Coven, thank you, Ghost Hunter, thank you. American Horror Story Coven. That has Stevie Nicks in it. She sings in it. It is phenomenal. It's amazing. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, I have been to some of the locations that they filmed that in, and that was absolutely incredible. I'm right there with you on the Stevie Nicks thing. Um, but huge. Dangerous and beautiful, adding Miles Kennedy. Yes. Another thing you don't touch was Garth Brooks, but Fist of Five. Yes. Yes. You do not touch the dance. You don't touch the dance at all. And they did. And they gave it, they, Fist of Five took the dance and stripped all the hope out of that song completely. They, they took all the emotion of hope out of that song and gave it a totally different twist. And it was amazing. Um, Silky Stroke, uh, Stroke Survivor, welcome to the live, welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks for being here. 
Um, if you had to watch one TV series over and over, which one? Ha <laughs> ha! Funny, because I switch between basically three different TV shows at night. I fall asleep with my TV on, and I always have one of three shows on. And it's The Office, Friends, or Big Bang Theory. Those are the three TV shows that I will always have on at night when I'm falling asleep. I could watch them over and over and over and over again and never get tired of them. That's just me. That was my thing. Unicorn Darkness says Fresh Prince. That's a that's a good one as well. Um, do I think Bigfoot is real or was real? You know what? Man. This one... This this one okay <clears throat> this is deep so we're gonna come out swinging with a deep question here we get a deep question from uh, the Sasquatch appropriate name with an appropriate question there's the Sasquatch thanks for doing that um do I think Bigfoot was real all right so we have to look at history right we have to look at all this stuff and we have to go you know what at some point there's got to been something going on and something slipped through the cracks. You know, you have you have the dinosaurs getting killed off. You have all this stuff happening in the world and something slips through the, through the cracks. So my biology teacher, when I was in um, when I was in high school, my biology teacher went down to South America and he studied the poison dart frogs to use his anesthetic and, in, in, you know, first world countries. And when he did, he had pictures in the Amazon of what do they have down there? I think it's crocodiles, not alligators. But either way, they had pictures of these alligators, crocodiles, wherever they were, that were like 40 feet long. And the reason for it is because the canopy over the over the um, Amazon doesn't allow the UV light through, which allows animals to grow bigger because, you know, there's moisture and there's animals, there's all this other stuff, and they get huge. Animals get massive down there. So could Sasquatch, could the abominable snowman could any of those people be real yeah i think so i think so because it, it could be a variant they slipped through the cracks they they beat the odds you know one of those big huge um one of those big huge asteroids came to earth and they just missed every single one of them somehow they were the luckiest of their kind i'm kind of on it i'm kind of on it could it be a person that um you know, could it be a person that, uh, <clears throat> you know, super hairy and just lives out there in the woods? Yeah, but we'd call him Bigfoot if he was like nine feet tall, man. Come on. Um, if they act like an animal and they run around like an animal and they terrorize everything, then there you go. Hey, Alyssa's here. Hey, baby. Welcome to the live and welcome to the podcast because we're answering questions while on podcast. So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, going back to the TV shows, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., there you go. Gold Rush or Deadliest Catch? Oh man. So dude, I I'm, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to go with this one Silky Stroke Survivor. I'm going to have to go with this one straight on Deadliest Catch. Deadliest Catch, I'm going Deadliest Catch. Um versus Gold Rush. I love the ocean. I love fishing. I love that show. There's been so much that has happened over the seasons of that show. I don't even know what season they're up to. 15 20 seasons of it i'm all for it it was it was great um but it it just yeah i'm all for it um and let's see ghost hunter is a cryptozoologist ish 
And Bigfoot is real. There you go. Uh, Zasquatch, you're welcome, bud. You're welcome. He says, uh, let's go. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, for sure. So that's what I think. We're here to cause a little controversy and stir the pot a little bit. So we'll do that. If you guys got questions, post them in the comments, guys. We're going to answer questions on the podcast, on live, while we're recording the podcast, and while I'm live. So we're going to kind of do both of these at the same time here. Uh, 5 by 5 says, uh, Black Top Mojo is a decent cover, but the, um, he cuts his vocals before he fully finishes harmonizing in an abrupt drop. Yeah, he does. That's kind of his style. If you, uh, if you watch, his, uh, watch or listen to the rest of their music, that is his style to do that. But the thing that I loved about it is that you could understand what he was saying. You could hear what he was saying, and that's the big thing. So I'm I'm all for that. Um, all for that. So um, again, while we're uh, while we're waiting on questions rolling, guys, we're still looking for um, we're still looking for uh, sponsors of the podcast. It helps us uh, stay on the air, and uh, we advertise your your stuff, and and you keep us on the air. It's kind of a a good trade-off there. So, um, on on kind of a on kind of a similar vein here, while we're while we're live on TikTok and answering questions, um, for those of you who are not on that kids app called TikTok, let me tell you, um, even if you are on the app, um, the friendships and the uh, development of friendships that have come from TikTok for me, uh, you know, in particular. Um, have been absolutely incredible and I appreciate my friends and uh, now very many of them, my family in here um, participating in this live and uh, on this podcast. Uh, you know, one of the biggest things with the people that are coming in here is that I am going to be definitely bringing some of them on to this podcast as guests so that you guys can meet these amazing people and hear from them from their different backgrounds uh, like Ghost Hunter. Um, he will be on here to do uh, talking about uh, paranormal stuff and I'm into it. And for those of you who know me well enough, I love paranormal stuff. It's, it's amazing. I absolutely love it. Geo wants to know what the recipe of my cheesecake is. No, that is a recipe Geo. No, <laughs> I will give out every recipe in my book of recipes, except for the cheesecake recipe. It's like the secret sauce. Nobody gives out the secret sauce recipe. I don't know. Whatever companies have secret sauces, they don't give out those recipes. They're a secret. My cheesecake recipe is a secret. It's one of those things. Super quiet. Super secret. Give me the recipe, Josh. No, Gio. I love you, but no. You are not getting that recipe. It is one of those things. Um, <laughs> five by five. It's Thousand Island. <laughs> um recipes of saint facebook um <laughs> what's up brewer guy uh welcome to the live man welcome to the live welcome to the podcast we're doing a live podcast answering questions you can ask questions on here that i will answer on the podcast the podcast will get posted probably on friday and uh for those of you listening to the podcast welcome to friday welcome to friday podcast where we're going to do something a little bit different with each podcast and make it fun would you like a christmas folklore would you like a Christmas folklore podcast. Ooh, that would be fun. That'd be fun. I'm all about it. I think a lot of people don't kind of go back into that folklore. You know what I mean? They don't go back into it. And it's a, there's a lot of stuff around Christmas um, that comes from Europe. And we kind of get lost in that. And here in the United States, we kind of commercialized it 
to a point where we've lost sight of it. Like a lot of people don't realize the image of Santa Claus that we have today here in the United States, that image was actually created by Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola created their Santa Claus to look like what we see Santa Claus is today. That's crazy. So you talk about commercialization. Jesus, there you go. Um, <clears throat> recipes we talk about. Recipes. Facebook. <laughs> this ain't Facebook. This is in Pinterest. Stop talking about recipes. That's one of those things. Gray the Bushy, my brother from down under, is in the live. Ladies and gentlemen, if you guys do not follow Gray the Bushy on TikTok, on social media, on his podcast, you guys need to check him out. That is one awesome dude. Um, one really, really awesome guy right there. Um, he is my brother from down under. He's stuck in Perth right now in Western Australia. That's where he's from is Australia. He is an awesome guy. So um, we will definitely be getting Gray on the podcast. You want to talk about a riotous podcast, that will be one right there. You guys are not going to want to miss Gray the Bushy on the Time Out with Josh podcast. It's going to be amazing. So it'll be fun. Um, that that will definitely be the thing. Uh, Ghost Hunter says, surprisingly, most folklore comes from Europe and the northeastern United States. Yes, it does. 100% it does. And I think we lose sight of that for sure. Um, I need that mullet. Hey, this, hey, so for those of you who are in my live, you can see this. This is long hair. There is no mullet about this. I am not that way. Um, you know, it's one of those things. Um, brewer guy, <laughs> brother from down under means something completely different where I'm from. <laughs> brewer guy, you're from Kentucky. That's why. Um, no hate on people from Kentucky. No hate on people listening in from Kentucky, but, uh, yeah, I know it, it means something completely different. Um, so if you guys got questions for those of you who are in the TikTok live, definitely make sure you post those questions in there and I will definitely answer your questions while you're here on live with me while I'm recording this podcast. You guys can hear your guys' questions read on the Friday podcast and hear what you guys asked and, uh, hear my answers again. Um, you basically get to hear this live all over again. So that one's there. Um, I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. We got Thanksgiving coming up. Um, it will be over by the time this podcast gets posted, but we got Thanksgiving coming up and I'm excited for it. Um, I got so much food to cook for myself. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> right brewer guy. Um, but I am all about Thanksgiving. Um, it's one of those things, uh, Ink Scotty B, uh, who's on the app. Um, he's a great guy. Great, great, great person. He said it perfectly. I want to be in a food coma for a weekend. Yes, sir. Sign me up for that food coma. Let's go. Um, I, had, I, I definitely am all about it. I had that, um, that, that podcast earlier where I talked about the food stuff. I'm all about it. Green bean casserole was made today and I slept <laughs> I slept them when try oh trying to taste test. God okay. All right. Those of you in this live, the uh, the folks that are in the live right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys from being a person that was trained in a kitchen, working in kitchen, cooking, being trained as a as a classical, if you will, a classical chef, you have to taste test your food. How do you know if it's good? You can't just make your food and be like, well, I hope it's good for the people that are coming around. I mean, seriously, that that's just, ugh. no, you got to taste it. You got to make sure it's okay. It's called quality control. Everybody does it. Businesses do it all the time. Why can't we do it at home? Now, it does make it to a point where once I've gotten done eating, I, uh, 
don't really want to eat too much afterwards because I've taste tested everything a little too much, but you have to taste test it. So Ghost Hunter, I'm all about that taste testing thing. So for those of you who are in here, um, we're going to move to the next question. At least my wife apologized for slapping my hand so hard. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So next question for you guys on TikTok, and this will spur some questions here. Favorite, absolute favorite holiday tradition. Christmas, Thanksgiving, put them together this time of year. What is your favorite holiday tradition? I know for me as a kid growing up, it was putting up the Christmas tree. My parents did not put up the Christmas tree until we hit that, you know, first, second, third of December kind of time frame. It wasn't put up on, on Thanksgiving. That was, that was a big thing was Christmas tree goes up right around the first of December. And that's what we do. Um, April may not says elf and hot chocolate or hot cocoa. There you go. There's a difference between hot chocolate and hot cocoa. Hot cocoa is better than hot chocolate. Chocolate's just chocolate. Hot cocoa, on the other hand, mm, give me some of that. Um, watch my kids open their gifts. I hear that. I hear that. I love seeing that joy. That childhood joy kind of takes you back, right? I think all too often, especially this time of year, we, um, we're super grateful for a lot of those small things like watching kids open presents, the elf, the hot cocoa, the traditions and things like that. But we, we kind of lose sight of them around the first of January and we just don't do them anymore. And we, we look forward to this time of year so much that we put so much weight into it and we forget to do it throughout. And I will tell you guys from my experience, um, from training and things that I've gone through and things that I've read and whatnot like that, guys, that serotonin that you get from, from, you know, all the things that we do at this time of year, the gratitude, the giving gifts, the thanking others for who they are, the hanging around family and stuff like that, continue it throughout the year and you'll, you'll have a great year. Um, I mean, you may have your ups and downs for sure, but continue that serotonin, keep it going. Uh, Hannah, welcome to the live. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for coming in. I'm recording the podcast right now, guys. So ask questions, post them in the comments, ask questions. I will answer your questions here on the podcast. You guys will be able to hear the podcast on Friday when I post it then. Unicorn darkness, giving gift to others. I agree. I love seeing, I, I'm all about it. Like give me gifts. That's fine. That's great. I greatly appreciate it. It's wonderful. It's a blessing, but giving gifts to others, man, there is just something about giving those gifts to, to people and seeing them light up. And especially when you give the gift that like hits home for them, right? You do it just for them. It's very specific to who they are. Um, that's the best thing. Best Christmas present. Oh, best Christmas present I have ever been given or received. Um, hmm. Yeah. Think about that one. Um, I would say one of the best ones that I've ever received. Anything from my kids is always special to me. Um, I cherish those things for you guys watching on live back behind me. Um, I have some stuff that my kids have given me over the course of the years that I cherish greatly. You know, their artwork and things that they've done that they've given to me that I, I greatly cherish. Um, this year was super special. Uh, Alyssa um, gave me ahead of time, gave me the gift of going and seeing my parents on Christmas and my family on Christmas. She's flying me down there, which is for those of you who don't know what's going on with my dad, uh, he's going through stage four cancer and for him to 
um, be where he is right now with his chemo and stuff, being able to go down and be with my family is probably one of the greatest gifts I could ever receive. And that is definitely it for sure. Um, Jeep girl, Jen, welcome to the live. I appreciate you being here on the live and the podcast. One tradition my kids are carrying on only three gifts under the tree. That's actually cool because that causes you to really think about what you're giving to that person. You're not just giving them a whole bunch of crap. Um, so I'm all about that. That is awesome. So let me take a look here and see if I missed anything else. That's, um, I really, I really am all about that stuff. That is amazing. Kelly, welcome to the live. Welcome to the podcast. Um, guys, keep those questions rolling in, post those questions up there. We got to fill, um, some more time here with these questions. These are really, really great. Um, it helps people kind of reminisce a little bit, which is awesome thinking about those cool things. And this is a guest podcast and all of you guys are the guests. You guys get uh, asked questions and I will definitely be calling you out as I, as he asks these questions here. What is my favorite childhood memory? Holy cow, Ghost Hunter coming in, hitting grand slams with deep questions. There we go. Favorite childhood memory. Um, holiday stuff aside, I would say my favorite childhood memories were spending time with my extended family and, um, and just doing things with them. My aunts, my uncles. Um, things like that. Well, we would get together over the holidays and we didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't feel like that was enough time. So we would have family movie nights once a month at my aunt and uncle's house. And we would, uh, watch movies together and hang out and, and bring in a big meal. And we would hang out and watch a movie and talk and laugh. And that was probably one of the most influential things in my mind. Um, that was, that was really, really awesome. I really love it. Um, do you make new year's resolutions? No, Actually, the only New Year's resolution I make is to not keep my New Year's resolution, thereby keeping my New Year's resolution. And I like reverse psychology or something like that. Um, no, I don't make them. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Um, I'm not waiting until New Year's to do it. I'll start doing it today. Um, when we put stuff off, yeah, it doesn't work. Um, a lot, I mean, a lot of studies have gone into the fact that New Year's resolutions, 99.9% of the time are busted by the time you get through January and almost all of them are completely gone by the time you reach March. That's why you see gems totally and completely filled up with people for the first two and a half months of the year and then blammo, nothing, nothing at all. Um, a man arrives in town on Friday, stays three days and leaves on Friday. How did he do it? Uh, he rode in on a horse named Friday. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I think that's the answer. Cousins are your first best friends. Yeah, they were. And it was really cool because I got to grow up around my cousins. Um, my cousins actually lived really close by. And one cousin literally lived about four or 500 yards up the street from us. And he would come down and he was, he was much older than us. Um, you know, we were, we were ending elementary school and he was in high school, but he would come down and he'd play basketball with me and my brother, um, his sister, um, would come down and she babysit us and hang out with us. Um, so Bart and Alicia were definitely, definitely the closest cousins and they were so much front. Uh, they were so much fun, not front, front is front a word. Um, <laughs> um, so definitely, definitely one of those big things. Mine are like siblings now. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Jeep girl, Jen, if you could relive one holiday experience, which would it be? Who? Man, that's deep. That's a deep question. It's a very good question. Um, you know, I would probably want to relive. Um, there's a very specific Christmas 
morning or Christmas afternoon that we spent all together as a family. And it was towards when my grandfather started getting pretty sick. Um, and he was still very much, you know, in his mind, um, and very strong in his, in his thought processes and whatnot like that. But I'm going to give you guys a little background. My grandfather came from a hard life. Um, and he made, he, he made a, a life for himself for sure. I mean, he grew up in the great depression. Um, he grew up during obviously world war two and all of that. Um, he grew up in the, in the rough areas of Oklahoma, as far as not rough in neighborhood, but rough in life. And he, he made himself into a very successful and very wealthy man. And I remember specifically saying to, you know, my mom and dad, dad, once he passed that my grandfather was a man of few words and even fewer, I love yous or hugs. Um, I think I probably remember my grandfather saying less than I can count on one hand. I love you. But there was zero doubt in anyone's mind whatsoever that he absolutely adored my grandmother, absolutely adored her, honored her, respect her, respected her and adored her. Um, the amount of love that he showed was incredible. But I remember that, excuse me, that Christmas very specifically. We were in the basement of their home. They had a full second home basically in their basement. We were in the living room and that's where my great grandmother lived before she passed. And I remember him sitting in his chair in the corner and it was this big armchair, this huge old school, rough, real rough fabric armchair. And I remember him sitting there and he talked to us and he gave us some, some, you know, packets, booklets, folders that had information about our, um, the investments that he had put in our name and trusts and things like that. And I remember him specifically saying that I'm doing this for you guys because I love you. And if I could have that Christmas back and be able to replay that Christmas over and over and over every year, I would. Um, I, I apologize again, a little emotional, um, but I'm telling you that that was one of the most impactful Christmases in my life. And I will never forget that because that was one of the few times I heard my grandfather say, I love you. And it was the last time I remember my grandfather saying, I love you. And uh, that, that's very special. Tomorrow, I'll be drinking a glass of Jim Beam in his honor. He would drink Jim Beam on the rocks with a little splash of water. I'm not a big Jim Beam fan but that's what he would do. Um, so I'll be doing that. I do that every Christmas and every Thanksgiving. Um, and I, I love that man to death and, uh, and it's super special. Um, outdoor hobby you would love doing as a kid with your kids in the wintertime. Um, okay. So I grew up in Georgia. I grew up in Georgia. We didn't have, um, and <laughs> we didn't have a lot of snow, um, in Georgia, and when we did, I loved sledding. I absolutely loved sledding. It was so much fun. And since moving to the Midwest, I'm able to sled with my kids and do that with my kids. And that is my, that is like one of my favorite things to do with them. The laughs, the giggles, the wipeouts, the videos, the pictures. Amazing. Absolutely love it. I kind of wish when I was a kid, the, the ability, excuse me, the ability to have a cell phone or a video camera that was like not the size of a house. Um, to be able to video that when I was a kid would, would have been amazing. I would have loved to have seen those videos. Um, I have the memories. Some of them I don't because I wiped out so hard that it probably erased the memories, but they were definitely there. Um, 
but uh, definitely, definitely there. I'm reading your guys' comments here. Um, I appreciate you guys. Uh, the Josh bodies may be gone, but the memories are still alive with you. Absolutely, ghost. I agree with you. Grandpa, our grandpas are worthy of emotion. I agree. Um, we have had many of the same grandpas. Maybe, yeah, mine did say I love you. Yep, I hear you. Um, like I said, he was a hard. He was a hard man. He was a he was a hard man to crack. Um, my grandfather was very high up with um a very very large company um they they were um very affluential in their communities and their surroundings and um i i remember my grandfather i remember my grandfather going outside wearing his wingtip shoes and a pair and a white t-shirt and a pair of khaki slacks when he was 84 85 years old hand picking up leaves off of his driveway um, he would hand pick up leaves off his driveway. Keep in mind, my grandfather, when he passed away was like six foot five. So this is a very tall, lanky man. And he would, he would lean down and he had this, they had this massive sycamore tree, massive sycamore tree in their front yard. And it would drop leaves the size of dinner plates. And he would go out there and he'd pick them up by hand every day. And he'd sit on the bed of his pickup truck in his garage and he would sit outside and he would read or whatever the case may be, and he'd go and pick those up. And if he wasn't doing that, he was in the basement, in his office, still doing engineering stuff. My grandfather was an engineer, and he would still do engineering math. He would he would look over stuff. And this man retired. I think his last day of work was around 75 years old in corporate world, in corporate world for this company. That was his last day of work. Yet he still would go in there and keep his mind active, which is really cool. And I have the massive amount of respect for that. Um, Great man. And I, 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 I greatly appreciate that question because that brought a great memory to my mind while I'm sitting here recording this podcast and talking to you guys on live. Um, I have said time and time again, um, Shay, how you doing, sweetheart? I see you coming in here. Um, I, I have said it time and time again that I appreciate all of you guys here on TikTok because you guys have done more for me than I could ever do for you. And bringing that memory back to my mind and having helping me relive that memory was is is special it's super special and and very important for me for those of you coming into the live definitely please keep posting questions i will keep answering questions for you guys and uh keep going um with those questions all right guys so the next question i have on here from mr ghost hunter is gingerbread cookies or sugar cookies uh oh um all right so for those of you who know me, I am not a sweets person. I'm not all about sweets. I don't like cake. I hate cake. I despise cake. It's like a sponge that you gave too much sugar to. Not a fan. Not a fan of cake. So, uh, gingerbread or sugar, uh, sugar cookies, 100% gingerbread. It's more savory. Less sweet. More savory. I'm about that savory taste. Sugar, uh, sugar cookies this time of year, they're all over the place, but man, you give me a gingerbread cookie. Holy dear God. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. That stuff's good. Gingerbread cookies are fire and I'm about it. Um, you know, like you give me a good chocolate chip cookie. Boom. Yeah, for sure. But gingerbread for sure. Gingerbread or ginger cookie. Uh Oh, gingerbread or ginger cookie. You know what? I'm going to, I'll go with ginger cookie. Again, a little bit more savory, less sweet. 
I'm all about it. So I'm, I'm all about that stuff. Savory flavor like mustard and chocolate syrup. Okay, so for those of you who I just read that question for, um, I did a battle on TikTok uh, last night against Mr. SWAT, uh, SWAT2422. Um, great friend, great buddy. We're raising money to uh, to help a disabled veteran. Um, and uh, yeah, I had to I had to go to the fridge because I lost the battle, and I had to do a shot of mustard chocolate syrup and a lime crema, which was honestly not that bad on the stomach, but absolutely horrible on the tongue and the nose. Absolutely horrible. I told Alyssa last night it was like taking a deep whiff of wasabi. And I love wasabi, but holy dear God. Uh, Shay, Oki Shay asks, favorite drink to make? Okay, if I have all the ingredients and I can do it right in front of you and I, and you kind of have to be a specific person to drink it, um, I am all about a good smoked old fashioned with a nice bourbon, smoke that thing up. Oh, Yes, nice, nice, smooth drink, good, smooth, bourbon old-fashioned, and smoke it. I am all for it. I love them myself. Uh, myself. I love making them. They're just beautiful. I think martinis are super impressive if you make it right. They're really, really good. Light Jersey, welcome to the live. Did you smoke an old-fashioned? Yes, you can smoke an old-fashioned. So for those of you who have never smoked a drink before, so... <clears throat> there's a couple of different ways to do it. One of the easiest ways to do it, one of the simplest ways to do it is you, you get a handheld smoker. They, they sell them on Amazon. Um, get a handheld smoker. It's like a box that has a fan in it, has a little well in it, and you put uh, little wood chips in the well, and it has a hose that comes off the other end of it. And you turn the fan on, you light a lighter, you light the wood chips on fire, and the smoke that comes out the back end of it is cold. It's called cold smoke. So it's not... Um, it's not hot. Like you can put your hand right on it. It's cold. So you take the, you take the glass and you turn it upside down. You put the smoke into the glass and trap it onto a plate, trap it onto a piece of wood, trap it onto any surface. I suggest doing it on a piece of wood because the smoke does linger. The, the, the creosote from the smoke kind of lingers in the oils kind of linger in there. Um, and then you make your drink, you make your drink completely. You, you leave that smoke marinating in that glass, make your drink separately Put your big, huge ice cube in that glass, flip the glass over, put the big ice cube in there, and then pour the drink over the top of it. The smoke settles into the glass. It's kind of a heavy smoke, so it settles being cold. Um, oh, my God. Uh, it's like it's like sitting next to a bonfire, smoke a big cigar, sit next to a bonfire, and drink that old-fashioned. And it, it brings – it. literally, if you close your eyes, you feel like you're supposed to be in the mountains with snow surrounding you, with – the the fire going oh so amazing so amazing um pb and j shot yes i make them i make them uh i am for those of you who don't know i am a mixologist and uh yeah pb and j shots uh Welch, welch's grape juice and screwball peanut butter whiskey yep i've had them before if you want to if you want to take it up a notch do it with banana liqueur um and a little bit of grape liqueur along with peanut butter whiskey. And then you've got an Elvis Presley. Um, freaking phenomenal. Absolutely delicious. Um, they're really, really good. Uh, all, my, all my brothers love the bourbon. I love bourbon. I, I have never had to develop a taste for bourbon or beer. Always have loved bourbon and beer both. Um, absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. 
Cranberry, whole berry, compote, or canned with ridges? No. No, no, no. Okay, April, April, April. Asking, cranberry sauce slash jelly slash whatever you want to call it at this time of year. Whole berry compote or canned with ridges? Girl, you're talking to a chef. I make it myself. Um, I actually was on the phone with Alyssa and I went up to Target to get cranberries because they were out of cranberries the other day. They had them in. I went up there to get them. I told her it was ironic that they had tons and tons of bags of cranberries, pounds of cranberries, pounds and pounds and pounds of cranberries, right? All of the canned bullshit was sold. They were sold out. They were sold out of all of it. I mean, it's like they stack them all together and there were bags of cranberries. And I'm like, dude, it takes nothing to make them. It takes absolutely nothing to make cranberry sauce. It's a little bit of water, the cranberries, sugar, and some orange zest. Maybe a little bit, little bit of cinnamon, nutmeg, if you want to make it a little bit more towards that side. But if you want to make it traditional, that's all it takes. It takes nothing. You literally put the cranberries in there, let them reduce. Reduce those things down, smash them up a little bit, throw that throw that sugar in there, let it caramelize on that stuff, cool it off. Huh. Gold, gold. Put it in an ice bath, let it get cold, let it get cooled down a little bit. Boom, gold. Absolutely delicious. Freaking phenomenal. Um, absolutely amazing. So definitely, definitely on that one. Um, you would have thought Elvis Presley would be the smoke drink, but I, no. So Elvis Presley, um, so for, for my man, my main man here, um, Zemin, unapologetic Zemin on TikTok says, you would have thought Elvis Presley would have been the smoke drink, hunka hunka burning love. Um, that man was notorious for eating peanut butter sandwiches with bananas on them. That's why the banana liqueur. But uh, yes, um, Shay said it right. I am very serious about my food and my drinks. Very serious about them. You got to join my live when I'm cooking sometime. It's awesome. So uh, Skylar says, hey, man, I'm getting a new job as a diesel tech. Uh, only 15, soon to be 16. Oh, that is awesome, dude. Congratulations for that. If you guys have questions, I got a few more minutes left on the podcast. Before I end the podcast, get your questions in. I'll rapid fire answer questions right up here and uh, and we'll get this thing closed out. Um, so uh, I, I, yeah, I am hardcore about my food. Hardcore. Um where have you been at Roadhouse? Where have you been at Roadhouse? Oh, Kelsey. Okay, Kelsey, I see you. Where have I been at Roadhouse? Not there. Not there. I have been so busy. So for those of you who don't know, um, I make it a habit to go to Roadhouse um, on the weekend to have a meal, to have a super rare steak. Uh, I get my steak Pittsburgh. Um and uh, I'm all about that, uh, all about that Pittsburgh steak. I get a baked potato loaded and a salad with ranch, and then boom, that's it. And uh, no, I have not been there. I've been so busy, Kelsey. Um, it has been absolutely nuts. I hope you had an amazing trip um, and had a great time with your stuff there. Question above. Let's see here. Let's scroll up to this question up here. Let's see if we got it. Let's see if we got it. Um, I think I missed it or it didn't come through. Definitely re-ask the question, Jeep Girl Jen. Definitely ask it. Hold on. We are on a podcast right now. Um, <laughs> yes, you are. Um, we Shout out to Tupac. We know he's still out there. <laughs> I hear you, Zemin. Yes, I am recording the podcast right now. And, um, and I'm reading your guys' questions 
on the podcast. We're going to be ending the podcast here in a minute. Um, but I'm, I'm reading your questions. So if you have a question, I've got a couple more minutes recorded this podcast. Post those questions in the live there and we'll get it on there. One thing you really want to accomplish in the next few years. Biggest thing that I want to accomplish in the next few years is for, um, for the coaching that I do, the life coaching that I do. Um, I want that to explode. I want that to really explode and blow up and get huge and be able to do public speaking and be able to help people. That's what I'm about. For those of you who are on on this podcast and and on this live that have known me, I'm all about helping people and I want to help people out that way. And uh, it's it's something that I enjoy immensely and uh, and I'm all about it, all about it. So that's definitely um, probably one of my biggest things. I do the coaching. I, you know, the information you can get out of my Instagram and uh, message me on there and, uh, and, and I do that. So definitely a huge thing for me. Um, <clears throat> so what is one thing on your bucket list? One thing on my bucket list. Um, all right. So I love bucket lists. Um, I, I absolutely love bucket lists because it's goals. Uh, it's goal setting. So that's what I'm about. I'm about that bucket list thing. My bucket list thing I want to go to Antarctica for two weeks and work at the little like outpost that they have down there. I think it'd be amazing. I think it'd be incredible. I know it's freezing cold. I know it's ridiculous down there, but I think that would be absolutely a non uh, like awesome. I think it would be absolutely awesome. Um, at what point in your life did you realize how being a fellow person was your calling? You know what? That's been in the last few years. Um, my family has always been huge in helping people and, uh, helping less fortunate and whatnot like that. And it's just one of those things in the last few years that I've gone like, you know, this is it. This is what I need to be doing. This is what I love to do. This is what I enjoy doing. So that's definitely for sure. Skydive or bungee jump. I am not bungee jumping. I love skydiving. Skydiving is my jam. I love it. Let's go. I love skydiving. Absolutely love it. It is amazing. Um, and then Shay, I saw Shay, I saw your comment in here. She said, uh, we should send Josh a bunch of fast food gift cards for Christmas. I would pay it forward. Unless it's to Chick-fil-A, I'm paying it forward. Uh, I do not, um, <laughs> I do not uh, eat fast food. Um, just, yeah, if I can cook it better than someone else, I'm not going to eat it. And Chick-fil-A is my fast food jam. I had that for lunch today, actually. Um, so, long-time listener, first-time caller, can you play Freebird? <laughs> I love you, Gio. You're amazing, dude. You're amazing. I love you, man. Uh, what can we do to help you with your coaching? Um, if you guys know somebody that needs life coaching and wants life coaching, um, anything like that, definitely send them my way. Send them to my Instagram. Have them message me. Um, right now, I've got a deal on the life coaching. I have cut the price down on it to be able to help people. I know right now is a rough time of year for a lot of people with... Um, you know, seasonal depression and things like that. So it's something I definitely love helping people with. A lot of people start thinking about how they want to change their life around this time of year. And, uh, and I definitely understand it. And I, I want to do as much as I can to possibly help. Um, as, as a life coach, you give people tools to help themselves. You don't fix their problems. They fix their problems for themselves. And that's what we're for. Um, that's, excuse me, that's what we're about on that. So um, I appreciate you guys coming in and, and being here for that stuff. Um, and talking about it, I'm going to end this, uh, I'm going to end this podcast simply by saying you guys are amazing. You guys are awesome. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you have an absolutely outstanding rest of your week. I will be recording more podcasts and posting those up there. Please share with your friends, follow the podcast, hit that like button and follow button on the podcast. And we will add you 
um, onto this list of making sure you know when we go live on TikTok so that you can ask questions. We'll be doing this um, probably once a month. Um, I'll post up there where we do a podcast and uh, let you guys ask the questions as an open podcast for you guys. I appreciate you guys being here. As always, we are still looking for sponsors. Help us keep us on the air. If you own a business, you know somebody owns a business, a small business, large business, or somebody that wants to sponsor a podcast to help us keep on the air, definitely send them to Time Out with Josh on Instagram. Have them shoot me a message. Or if you know somebody that you want to have as a guest on the podcast, shoot them over to uh, shoot them over to my way. Send them over to that Instagram page. Have them message me, and we will do everything we can to work with them. Again, hope you have an awesome day. Enjoy your Friday, and we will see you guys soon. Yeah.